You're listening to the Heart Healer Radio Network, your guide to creating consciously. We welcome you with an open heart and soul intention to provide you with heart-centered wisdom to support your amazing life's journey with information about holistic approaches to healing and resources for you to create your ideal life. From vibrant health and nurturing relationships to financial abundance and joy-filled service, discover your soul purpose and experience the fullness of life on the Heart Healer Radio Network. It's our joy to serve you. Thank you for listening to the Heart Healer Radio Network. Welcome to Live with Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. For the next hour, Eileen will share spiritual insights, heart-centered wisdom, and offer free intuitive readings to help you with personal and professional struggles and issues. Phone lines are open now, so call to get in queue at 619-924-9726. That's 619-924-9726. Call now to speak with your guide to Conscious Heart Connection. And now your host, Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. Good evening, everyone, and welcome, welcome. It's Sunday night at 7 o'clock, so here we are on the Heart Healer Radio Network to share a little bit of wisdom and see what's going on in the world, what's going on in your world, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So each week I sit quietly before the show and I ask Spirit, what am I supposed to share about tonight, you know? What's going on in the world that would be helpful in some way to share some wisdom about? And for those of you that um, called in already and are in the queue, I just want you to know that RJ, our producer, is not with us this evening. He's caught in the rain in Virginia. So hopefully he will stay safe on that motorcycle of his and be with us next Sunday um, for our next show. So as I was sitting quietly and thinking earlier this evening about what to share, I often am asked by clients, how can we best address when we have challenges in our relationships? And since everything in this realm is about being in relationship to something or someone, well, I guess that's an appropriate conversation to have, right? So I want you to understand that how I look at things as the heart healer is that everything is about our connection to our own heart first. This relationship that is always going to be the most important relationship and how we're doing in relationship, how comfortable it is in our skin, how we are, how we are being is reflected in everything that shows up outside of us. So whether it is craziness in the traffic 
whether it's things breaking down in our homes, whether it's relationship challenges, people not hearing us clearly, our inability or unwillingness to communicate our truth, whatever the different scenarios that can unfold as we are in relationship to ourselves, others, and our world, it's all going to be a reflection of what's going on with us first. And I think that's really important that we, that we tune into that and be very aware of it. So for those of you that are joining us in, in the studio, um, RJ, our producer, is not with us tonight, so hang in there. I will get to you. It will just take me a little bit of time, but there will be nobody to greet you. So when it is your turn for your reading, I will ask you from your area code um, for your first name and where you're calling from. For right now, we're sharing some wisdom, and then we will begin our readings um, within the next 10 minutes or so. All right, so relationships and challenges with them. So in for those of you that have been calling into the show and have been listeners, thank you, first of all. And second of all, over the last few years, we've shared a lot about relationships from time to time. By all means, feel free to listen to any of the archived uh, shows um, at your leisure, because there's always something valuable that shows up either in the teaching in the beginning or in the questions that you all ask, because we're all in the same boat here. So if you're asking a question, I guarantee you, there is someone on this planet with the same issue. And more likely than not, there are a lot of us with the same issue. And so we've been sharing a lot over the last few months about the healing process called Ho'oponopono, an ancient Hawaiian, it's actually even more ancient than the Hawaiians, but it is an ancient process for clearing that is creating discord, that is creating challenges in our relationship with our world. And so one of the simple tools to help each of us in our relationships, particularly when there is stress that's showing up, is to simply go within, accept 100% responsibility for having created whatever it is that's going on, even though you didn't create it necessarily consciously, and I'll explain that in a minute, but also by accepting 100% responsibility, you are saying to divine creator, to God, whatever you call that source that you believe that you've come from, to experience this human journey, that you accept 100% responsibility for creating everything. That's a really important ingredient in being empowered in this realm, especially for this process of Ho'oponopono. And so the four phrases that you might have heard of but don't remember what it's called are, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, and thank you. And it's really very simple. Even though 99% of what we create is unconsciously created, we still, because we are seeing, perceiving the effect of whatever's going on in the subconscious, 
we are accepting responsibility for all of it. And so when we say I love you, we're saying I love you to whatever the, the memory or data, the issue, the cause of the issue is, that we don't have a clue what it is. We may have an idea on the surface, but it said that for every 15 bytes, that's B-Y-T-E-S, of conscious awareness of data or information that we have per second that we're aware of, there's 15 million bytes of data or information going on per second that we don't have a clue about. So when you, when you say, I'm accepting 100% responsibility, it's not like you're falling on your sword here. You're accepting responsibility for, and, and having an understanding that not everything in this realm is conscious. Not everything in this realm do we have an awareness of that we exist on many different levels of consciousness, even if we don't have an awareness of it and the human part of us. And so by accepting 100% responsibility, we are putting that message out to the universe, to divine creator, to God, to spirit, to Allah, to whomever, and saying, okay, I accept responsibility for this. I love you to whatever is the cause. I'm sorry for whatever I've done to create it, even if I don't know what I did. Please forgive me for whatever I've done to create it. And thank you, God. Thank you, Divine Creator, for clearing all of the energy that is the cause for it. The beauty of it is that as it is cleared in us, it is then cleared in what ever places it's connected to. So to whatever people, places, or experiences back to the beginning of creation, it is cleared. And so if you're challenged in a relationship and you just don't know what else you could possibly do, you can't seem to have a conversation with this person, or you've been estranged from them for a very long period of time, Maybe they're not even in a body. Maybe they're still, maybe they're in spirit and, and you're still suffering. And they're not because they're in spirit. But you're still holding the energy of whatever was unresolved. This is an amazingly powerful process. So this is the language. If you are stressed or challenged in your relationship with someone else, there are two different ways that you can language it. I'm sure there are probably many more, but two that we're going to cover tonight. One is as the feeling comes up that doesn't feel good, you can simply say to whatever the cause of that feeling is, I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me and thank you. Or just I love you or just thank you. It all works. And if you don't remember the order of I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me and thank you. Say it in whatever order comes up for you. There is huge amounts of God's grace in this. There is an understanding of what your intention is. So make it easy, right? If it is something that is on behalf of someone else that you know is suffering, we still only ask for clearing from ourselves. So this is how the language would look or sound. To whatever memory or data or energy is in me that is the cause of suffering in, fill in the person's name, that I am to atone for. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me and thank you. 
So you're basically clearing whatever energy is in you because if, if you see it, sense it, feel it, hear it, know it, it's yours. Even though you're seeing that suffering in someone else, even though you're seeing that, that challenge in, let's say, our political or economic system in the United States, let's say it's something in your community, if you're seeing it and experiencing it, your perception is what you're accepting 100% responsibility for. And so you are clearing whatever is the cause within you, because remember, you have no idea what it is. Only a small percentage do you have awareness of. And then you are asking God to clear it from you. And as it is cleared from you, it is cleared from wherever it's connected to, including the person that you are clearing to support. So I do this on behalf of my mom every day. I say to whatever memory or data is a source of suffering on any and all levels for my mom that I am to atone for. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me and thank you. Or I just do. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Or thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So that while she is still in a body, may she enjoy her time here to whatever degree she is to enjoy it. May she be peaceful in all of her moments. I can't choose that for her. I can only pray for it. I can set an intention for it and ask that whatever is in me that might be blocking her from experiencing that to be cleared, therefore it is cleared from her. And I've witnessed this powerful process be amazingly beneficial for my mom in particular and for myself, and so I share it with you in the hopes that it will be of some service to you. So keep in mind, if you have challenges in relationships, you have two choices. You can either engage in whatever the issue is. What that means is you ask questions about it, you have conversations about it, you try and figure it out, <clears throat> you go to your therapist and you talk about it, etc. There is no right, wrong, good, bad about this. How you address it is simply what you feel guided to do to help you come to peace with it, right? But you can also use the Ho'oponopono because the Ho'oponopono is, is not about engaging. It's simply about setting into process the clearing of whatever the cause is. Because the more we engage in the things that create suffering for us or challenges, the more of that we create. Do you ever have a conversation with someone that you're not okay with and you just end up going around in circles and you never can seem to find a place where you can clear it with each other? That's because when we engage in the issue, oftentimes we create more of the issue. It's just the nature of how it works. It's Again, it's not a judgment. It's not a good, bad, right, wrong. It's just how it works. So we have two choices. We either engage in things or we just set in motion the ability to clear it. And then we say thank you. Because as we keep clearing the energy, whatever it is that creates challenges for us, whether it's in relationships, whether it's flow of financial abundance, whether it's health-related concerns or challenges, it matters not what it is. It's all energy. 
And it's all cause and effect. That's what this realm is all about. What we see is an effect. The cause, we don't always know the all of it. We think we do, but we don't. And so if we can keep clearing whatever limits us, if we can keep asking for that process to be in, in, um, in action, to ask source, God, divine creator, to keep clearing whatever it is that is the cause of suffering or limitation or challenge for us on any and all levels. And you're welcome to do this specifically for different things, whether it be physically, uh, physical, emotional, mental, or spiritual issue. It matters not. It's the same thing. It's all energy. The mind-body connection. It's all that stuff that we don't know about, that if it's in the unconscious mind, it's mirrored in the unconscious mind in the cell. That's C-E-L-L. That is the essence of how we manifest dis-ease. It can be so simple, and yet we like to make it so complicated in order for it to seem so much more important, so much more valuable to figure it out when the simplest thing to do is to set in motion just having it cleared. I invite you to consider this as an option to add to your toolbox. I love so much Marianne Williamson and her teachings of everything in life is either a call for love or an expression of love. To me, if something doesn't feel good, that's the call for love. And if there's a call for love on the table, so to speak, then there is memory and data that's creating the suffering that is the desire or creating the desire or that call for love. So we keep asking to have whatever that is that doesn't feel good to just Keep clearing it, keep clearing it, keep clearing it. We could clear from now until the time we take our last breath. We'll never be finished. So we do it as often as we can. The more you do it, the lighter you'll feel, the more peace that you will experience within. I promise you this. And I do this all the time. And I'm human. So there are times that I forget. And then all of a sudden I remember, oh, I didn't do it today. How could I go through an entire day with being so busy that I didn't remember? But it, it happens. No matter how um, honoring we are of the tools that we use to bring ourselves peace, we all can get caught up in this human journey, this, this illusion of being solid with ego, mind, personality, thoughts, emotions. And some days, you know the expression, some days you get the bear, some days the bear gets you. Well, that happens to all of us. There is no one that can live 24-7 in the human journey and be joyful and be challenge-free. And if you know somebody that is, would you please be in touch with me? I'd love to meet them. <laughs> I'd love to sh share time with them and sit at their feet and learn from them. But as far as I know, up to this moment in time, as I breathe right now with you, I don't know that it's possible. But I know that we can make it easier. And not judging those moments that we get stuck 
or caught up in our humanity in a way that doesn't feel good to us is the most loving choice that we can make. And making conscious choices to me is our superhuman power or our human superpower, however you want to language it. Because when we are consciously being a certain way, we're making a choice about who we're being, that we're choosing, let's say, to be consciously connected to our hearts and live from that place of being. And then our choices come from that and our actions follow. Oh my goddess, it feels so wonderful. So to me, conscious choice and making our conscious choices from that place of being consciously breathing and connected to our heart centers, being connected to that divine essence of love that we are, is the most empowering tool that we can gift ourselves with. Because everything comes from the choices that we make. And the more conscious we can be in those choices, the more empowered and the more loving our life unfolds in its relationships, in its experiences, etc. And so there we are for a little bit of wisdom for the evening. And so for those of you that are new to connecting here with Live with Eileen, I want you to know that we offer um, an additional free service um, each month. We offer um, a free new moon clearing call, one, actually two of them, one for entrepreneurs and a general new moon clearing. And it's a wonderful way to clear out that old energy and be ready to state your, um, your intentions for the next lunar cycle. And so the next two calls are on July 26th for entrepreneurs and small business owners and July 29th for the general new moon clearing call. And you can find the links to register for these calls. There is no fee involved, but you do need to register to get the call-in information. We do have international numbers for our international community, um, and you can access it through the internet if you choose. Um, so that way, the way that you can find that information is going to my website at EileenTheHeartHealer.com. That's Eileen, I-L-E-N-E, TheHeartHealer.com forward slash events. And just click on July 26th or July 29th or both of them. Register and you'll receive reminder emails and a link to the replay, which is available to listen to. Um, for from the time that the call is complete until midnight on the day of the new moon. It's usually for a few days. And so you can repeat that clearing process as often as you'd like. It's a gift from my heart to yours. All right, so let's go ahead and begin with our readings for tonight's show. All right, let's see here. We're going to begin with Zara in California. Zara, you're on the air, honey. Thank you, Eileen. Thanks for taking You're my call. welcome. You're welcome. How can we be of service for you tonight? Yes, uh, so I'm wondering if you could get any inner guidance uh, or insight into... Um, so my daughter is 
not currently dating, but she is uh, looking forward to meeting someone um, or just entering a committed relationship, you know, wants to, wants to be in that phase of her life. Uh, uh-huh. She's in that, she's in that age. And I'm just wondering what you see around this. Um, Mask, how old she been, is now? Yes. Uh, she's about almost 29 years old. Okay. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. All right. So do you mind sharing us what your daughter's name is? Can I share the initial? Yes. P. P is in Peter. All right. Very good. All right. So we're just going to ask for any and all information on behalf of Zara's daughter um, to see what's what's in her near future for um, attracting a divine romantic partnership. Is that languaged acceptably to you, Zara? Well, not so much romantic, but a, a committed like relationship that involves romance, but not just uh, okay. romantic. Like romance to me just seems more like flirty and fun and not really serious. But not my serious intention. Relationship. Yeah, that's I what totally a divine romantic relationship is when I language it that mm-hmm. way. So thank you for clarifying nice. that with me so <laughs> yeah. that you understand nice. that that is what my intention is when I language it that that's way. Perfect. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. All right. Thank Wonderful. You. Wonderful. So, so one of the things that I sense about your daughter is that Mm -hmm. she is quite the perfectionist. Yes, no? Uh, Yes, I I would say, I would say so. Uh It depends on what area we're talking about. I hear you. Totally. Yes, yes. But I hear you. Mm -hmm. I want to say that, 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 that energy of being a perfectionist is part of the energy that keeps her from attracting um, mm-hmm. a partner at this time. And the reason for that is there is such an expectation, not only of herself, but of the people that she is in relationship with to, mm-hmm. to reach a certain standard, a certain um, way of being that she has a visual and, and an intention in her mind that is impossible to meet at this time. I'm not saying mm-hmm. that having um, reasonable expectations about who we want to be in partnership with, who we want to have in our lives, that we want people to be loving and kind and intelligent and attractive to us. There's, mm-hmm. Her expectations are over the top. And I'm not saying that she needs to limit them. I'm inviting mm-hmm. her to consider how she is being in those expectations and shifting that because she is equally as expectational in her relationship with herself and she's very hard on herself. And so mm-hmm. shifting that relationship into something a bit more loving might open up the energy to attract someone that can actually stand next to her and be a partner to, with her or to her. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It's just unfortunate. I don't know if she, she'll hear me on that. Um, I hear you. And, and, and you know what? She doesn't That's always okay. like talking to me. Yeah. That's okay. So what you mm-hmm. can do is part of what I shared in the beginning of the show. 
mm-hmm. because clearly mm-hmm. she wants this. And if we can't have what we want, there's mm-hmm. a sadness mm-hmm. for us, right? There's a struggling of, of some kind or a suffering. So you can mm-hmm. say that whatever memory or data is in you, that is the source mm-hmm. of suffering or limitation for my mm-hmm. daughter in finding her mm-hmm. ideal partner, romantic partner, however you want to language it, that I am to atone for. I love you. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. And thank you. And say it every day. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. clearing from you what you're seeing as her limitation. So it's clearing mm-hmm. from you whatever is the joint or shared energy between the two of you. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, we don't know because it's not up to us, that will open up the mm-hmm. energy for her. Time will tell. Mm-hmm. Does that Time make sense tell. to you? Yeah, it certainly does. It certainly does. Yeah, she, I, I can see that she's ready. And for the longest time, she wasn't. And now she is. And nothing's really happening. And it's it's frustrating. It's 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 hard for me as a mother. And it's hard, you know, for her. Understood. Um, so another so option, Zara, another yes, option sure. mm-hmm. is that you can teach her the Ho'oponopono mm-hmm. and say, mm-hmm. as an ancient Hawaiian clearing process, This might be Mm -hmm. a tool that you can consider and just simply Mm -hmm. use it as whatever is limiting the, uh, my connecting with my divine partner, the -hmm. perfect person for me. Mm -hmm. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. And thank you. Because Mm -hmm. whatever we're attracting or not attracting, we're the ones creating it. Mm-hmm. but not consciously. not consciously. And so it addresses yeah, right. the unconscious part of us that is creating all of this. Right. And the more that we can clear, the more open the pathway is for us to manifest exactly what our heart's desire is. Which is the goal. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. Yes. So, yes. you know, and it'll, it'll either speak to her or it won't, but at least it it's, right. it's an opportunity that you can gift her it's, with. You never That's know. an option, sure. I'll Indeed. try that. Thank you. Thank you, You're Eileen. welcome, Sarah. Thank you. Thanks so much Thanks. for calling in. Have a blessed rest Thanks. of your evening, okay? You, you as well. Thank you. Thank you, honey. Blessings. All right. Thank you, Zara. All right. So now we're going to go all the way from California to my home state, which is Florida, and we're going to speak with Pat. Pat, you are on the air. Hi, Eileen. Hi, Thank you for the tools. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for the tools for the toolbox. You're welcome. You're welcome. (laughs) How can we be of service to you tonight? Well, I've been trying to phrase what I want to ask. I'm not having a little difficulty putting it together. Um, Let's see. I have an opportunity. There is a band that has an open mic night. And it's an opportunity to get up and sing with them. I have never sang publicly. I'm a little nervous about being on stage, but I've been singing with the radio and CDs and, you know, singing on the dance floor my entire life. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to see if you think that this feels right with these particular people and if there's any connection to my spiritual path or purpose. When I get around and listen to them, I'm having like... um uh, my 
I'm, I'm, my energy is being lifted in a sense that I'm sensing more energy from people mm-hmm. and sort of seeing things with my third eye of that energy. Mm-hmm. So I've gone to see them several times, and every time I'm there, it's like I walk in and I just tune into this higher vibration that I don't, even though I'm intuitive, I, I'm not always at that same you know, same state in my just everyday moving around. So I just want to see if you feel like that's a, an opportunity I should take advantage of and is there any purpose with my spiritual path okay. I'm doing so. I'm happy to. I'm happy to. Um, truth be told, Pat, anytime we put ourselves in experiences around people that open up our intuitiveness, our sensitivities, our awareness, it serves us. Because clearly the vibration of whatever we are choosing to put ourselves in the presence of is high and it Mm -hmm. assists us in opening to our multidimensional states of awareness. And that's always good. Mm Sometimes difficult for some people to deal with, but to me that's always good. And and I'm I'm really loving the energy of you doing this. And I would really invite I'm so you. So nervous. <laughs> I know, I know. What are you afraid of? May I ask? I'm not sure if it's just being in front of the public, or I'm not going to come out. You know, the music is. The sound isn't going to come out right. I mean, I practice at home now that I've decided I wanted to try that, but I mm-hmm. also felt led to do so spiritually. I had a experience a couple of years ago where, I mean, God was like right there with me, you know, mm-hmm. basically saying, well, where you are now, this is your practice pad. And it was around another band in music, and it always happens around music. And, um, yeah, I just had some experiences. I mean, I could... God just like, you know, showed up first time it ever happened. Just, it's amazing. <laughs> you have absolutely nothing to lose. Have you recorded your voice? No, I haven't. I would invite you and to do it. Uh, yeah. I would invite you to do it before you do the open mic night. Just, just to give yourself yeah. um, the opportunity to feel that. Um, but you have nothing to lose. Right. If you if you are honoring myself. No, no, no. You know what? And that's that's your stuff. That's your stuff. Yeah. You know, I think open mic nights people are incredibly generous. And yeah. and this is one of those situations where you got to jump off the cliff. That's all there is to it because otherwise it's well, not going to happen. You have, from what I'm sensing about you, Pat, and thank you so much for allowing me the privilege of tapping in, um, music has been your path to spirit for many lifetimes. You, Mm. you You have been so blessed with so many gifts related to sound and music for so many lifetimes. I invite you that when you connect in with your heart and sing whatever the song is that you're going to do on open mic night, that, mm-hmm. that it's just all going to flow from you and set the intention that you as who you are expressed 
as in this lifetime as Pat, open up Mm -hmm. access to all of your musical gifts in that moment. Mm. It's interesting. You know, I, uh, in my earlier part of my life, I would try a few instruments here and there, but I never got into it. I do it a little, but I have an incredibly good ear sound. I can hear something Mm -hmm. and I can, I can find it right away. And I don't know anything really about musical notation or, or, you know, what note is what note. I just Mm -hmm. do it by Mm -hmm. ear. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I hear you. Go for it. Well, thank you for that. Let us know how you did. Find me on Facebook. Send me a message. Come back on the show. (laughs) Let us know how it went. Probably going to be a a little bit. I will. Thank you. I got a couple of health issues to clear out first. Thank you. All right, sweetie. Good luck, and thanks so much for calling in. Thank you. You're welcome, Pat. Blessings. All right. How exciting is that? All right. Let's see. And now we're going to travel back to California. I'm getting dizzy here. (laughs) We're going to talk to Anne from California. Hi, Anne. You're on the air. Hi. Can you hear me? I can. Good evening. Okay. Or it's afternoon where you are, but good evening here in Florida. Well, I actually, I'm in Florida, Eileen. I moved here. I've been here nine days now. So, Oh, um, congratulations. You're over on the West Coast? Yeah. Excellent. I am. I am. I've, I've meant to reach out to you. Um, so my question is around living um, space and where something was set up right before I, before I came and then like two days before I was getting ready to leave that um, they had an emergency situation uh, with a family member. So there's so many different options. I'm feeling, you know, am I looking for something temporary, like uh, renting a room from someone for a few months to really figure out the area, or do I just go ahead and I, I like to drive around in areas and I you know, ask my friend that I'm staying with and I have direction mm-hmm. that way, but I just feel like I need some more guidance or what is it that I need to know about creating a living You know space? what? The thing, the thing that I think that is important for you to remember is your heart knows best. How it <laughs> okay. feels. When you create different options, different scenarios, and you breathe them into your heart and see how they feel, will really guide you the best. Um, I don't invite you to invest in anything um, initially. So short term, short term Mm -hmm. is will definitely serve you until you get the lay of the land. Yeah, that's what I that's what I feel. You like. know. Okay. But each each option that shows up, I would really invite you to just, you know, bring it into your heart, the image of it, the the layout of it, everything that you feel, see, sense, hear and know about it, including what the uh, financial investment is, and then, you know, mm-hmm. just see how it feels in there. Just bring it into your heart see how it feels in there and then decide, you know, does this feel like it's serving my highest good? You'll know probably immediately 
that Ugh, this is mm-hmm. definitely not for me or that this is. And right. trusting that is a very important thing, just like you trusted moving here. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, you know, asked, you know, know like, these okay, things, how they feel, I, right? Yeah, that's right. No, that's true. That's exactly, that's true. So thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. I hope that um, you you're tolerating to. the heat here because it's been disgusting. <laughs> I don't know what it's been like over on your side of the state, but I it's, so it's do not love hot. Florida in the summertime. Oh, yeah. And I've gotten, you know, indoctrinated to afternoon showers, you know, like really heavy showers. And I just kind of laughed and went, well, here I am. And, and watch out for showers, the and the no CMs oh, are I nasty. Know. I know. Nasty, I know. nasty, nasty. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know. We have Thank you so we much. have many things it. that are wonderful in South Florida. Um, mm-hmm. To me, summertime is not one of the most wonderful things. I, it's it's I brutal. But thank God we have air conditioning, and that's how I tolerate yep. it. For the rest of the year, that's yep. wonderful. You know. I, agree. I hope that your I adjustment agree. here. I hope your adjustment here is an easy one, Anne, and I hope that everything that you planned you. to experience here just really unfolds in, a, in an easy way. Well, thank you. Me too. Me You're too. welcome. You. Appreciate it. Thank that. you, honey. Blessings. All Have right. a good rest of your night. <laughs> you too. Thank you. Thank you, Anne. All right. Okay. We're going to go back out west to Arizona and talk to Carrie. Carrie, you're on the air. Good evening. Good evening. Um, Eileen, can you hear me? Because I'm on speakerphone and I don't know if I should leave it on speaker or pick up. The... Right now, I can hear you just fine, Carrie. No worries. Okay. Well, I enjoyed your message. And when Thank I was you. listening to the Hono Pono Pono, mm-hmm. Um, I realized, okay, I've got an issue. <laughs> I wasn't going to call in about this, but I guess this is what I need to talk about. Um, okay. My dad passed away a year ago, and uh, or more than a year ago, and some property that he had was, um, I believe, I know it was going to his stepmom, or my stepmom, to his wife, upon his death. But then upon her death, I, I believe that the, the cottage was going to go back to his kids. And so I wrote a letter to her and asked her about it and, and very kindly and just said I was kind of wondering for the future and um, if there's any paperwork or anything I should get on it to make the transaction smoother. So then a little bit later, I get a note from a lawyer saying I'm not to contact her or talk to her about it. And, um, and he didn't give me any information with what she had her intentions to do with the property. So I asked him if he could ask her what the intentions were, and I just recently got another letter saying it's not going to to me and my sister, um, and she doesn't wish to disclose what she's doing with it, and um, and don't call her and ask her about anything to do with the cottage. So I've got like a lot of sadness and hurt and anger for sure, um, and I know I need to release that, and I have some people saying, well, you should write her and ask her, Tell her that you're hurt or pursue it more um, and and not drop the ball, but part of me feels like she doesn't want to talk to me about it. Um, so I'm very confused as to what to do further, but I also know that um, it's, it's 
you know, anytime you have anger and stuff in you, it's not good for your body. It's not good for your health. Right. Right. So I know I got to release this because I I just have lost sleep over it, um, mm. and it, I'm just distraught. So I didn't know if you could give me any insight into the situation. Um. Interesting. Okay. So, from a legal perspective, Carrie, your father made a very conscious choice, and in so doing, it really is out of your hands. And so the part that creates pain is having an expectation that's, that's not met and expectations that are unreasonable under the circumstances, which this is create a lot of pain and suffering and all the emotions that go with it. If your father made a choice to bequeath this property to his current wife, and that it was up to her to decide what she wanted to do with it, then, then it's done. There isn't anything else to do except address the emotions and what's coming up for you. And so the Ho'oponopono as a clearing or cleaning tool can be very supportive. So the way that you would consider using it, if you so choose, is that whenever you are connecting consciously in the moment to the awareness that you're angry, that you're upset, that it's about this, or even whatever it's about, it doesn't have to be just about this particular situation, but it can be. You simply go to whatever the, either the memory or data or to whatever the energy is that is the cause of this, this pain that is the cause of this anger, that is the cause of this fear, that is the cause of this frustration, whatever you're feeling that you can identify in that moment, or just whatever doesn't feel good. If you can't identify it, I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me and thank you. Because the truth is that you're never going to know the all of what's causing that feeling. You have an awareness of it. And that's like less than 1% of all that is the cause for it. And so you have two choices. You engage with it, create more of it, or just simply honor that whatever this is, you don't want it anymore. I accept that I've created this on some level of consciousness, and thank you, God, for clearing it. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Or just I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Or just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Or you can language it in in whatever order you want those four phrases to be it all works the more okay. that you the more often that you do it the lighter you'll feel because as it's clearing within you it clears within or wherever it is connected to back through time space dimensions and realities back to the beginning of creation because i will say to you and it's interesting that this is, an, this is a generational issue, right? Because this is a property that your father, the, the previous generation, has bequeathed to someone else, and it's your generation that's suffering, and it's, that has an expectation about it. But if we go into a bigger connection to generational and ancestral energy, right now that is huge for healing. For all of us, whether it's 
abuse issues, addiction issues, um, anything that doesn't feel good that is connected to a previous generation or something that's been passed down, diseases, et cetera. This is a huge time for clearing and healing ancestral or generational um, challenges or issues. Okay. So yeah, cause I, there's a lot of other issues too that I've I had imagine to deal with in my life. And sometimes I don't know if I've cleared them all, you know, and you won't, you won't know. So the best guide for whether something is in need of being clearing additionally is how you're feeling in the moment. Our greatest gift, Carrie, is, is being mindful, being as aware in the moment of what's going on within us and around us. You know, when, it's, when it comes to what's going on around us, it's street smarts. You know, you want to be, if you're in a city, you want to be aware of what's going on around you so that you're always safe and, and you're always tuned in. Well, that's true with whether you're in the city or not. Being in the present moment and tuned in to what's going on in your world gives you so much wonderful information that then guides you in making conscious choices. If you know that you're not feeling emotionally wonderful, just clear it. Okay. You don't have to engage in it unless you choose to. Just keep clearing it. Ask God's grace divine creator, whatever you call that source, to just keep clearing whatever is creating a a suffering for you, whatever's creating anger for you, whatever's creating a symptom of disease for you, because it's all the same. Physical manifestations of disease are simply, it's cause and effect. It's an effect of whatever's going on in the subconscious mind. We just don't see that direct connection like we do with emotions. But whatever's in our subconscious mind, all that stuff that we don't know about, it's in the subconscious mind of all of our cells. So imagine if you're not okay with something that you're consciously aware of, that's in the subconscious mind of all your cells as well. So clearing it all to whatever degree you can put that into motion as often as you can serves you. And quite frankly, by you clearing out of you, whatever is your challenges, you're serving humanity because we're all connected. Okay. And we all have the same stuff, you know? And the more clearing I do, the more of this, I'm going to be able to let this go. Correct. Absolutely. That is the intention because it is the energy that you don't know what it is that's keeping you attached to it as well as the parts that you do know. So when you say, I accept 100% responsibility for how this feels, it's, it's mine, right? And you say mm-hmm. to the feeling, whatever is the cause of you, I love you. Like you're speaking to a small child, like a mom speaking to a child. You just say, you know, I love you. I'm sorry for whatever I did to create you. I don't know what I did, but I am sorry. And please forgive me for whatever I did to create this feeling. I don't know what I did, but please forgive me. And thank you, God, for clearing it all. Okay. And you just have to have trust and faith that you've started something in motion. And I can't tell you how long it's going to take for you to notice a shift, but you will. 
Just keep okay. doing it. Don't do it just in the morning and at night. Do it as often as you can think of it. You know, when you're in the shower, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. I mean, who doesn't feel good when they say I love you, right? So I'm, I'm speaking to the negative feelings, too, within myself. The source of it, not just okay. the negative feeling. Think of it not as a negative feeling. Shall we delete that? Think of it as a feeling that's uncomfortable because it's a low vibrational emotion and things that are low vibrational are dense and heavy, so they don't feel good. So we want to go for the more higher vibrational emotions of love, appreciation or gratitude, joy, happiness, satisfaction. The more we bring those experiences of emotions into our lives, the higher our vibration vibration is overall. So whenever we experience an emotion that's a low vibrational one, think of it, it's just low energy. And it's part of the human experience to help you to define where you are in that experience. So it's not good, bad, right, wrong, unless you put that judgment on it. Does that make sense? It does. It also helps you to detach from it. Whatever doesn't feel good, just keep clearing. Okay. <laughs> All right. There's definitely a reason I needed to hear this message tonight for sure. So. Well, I'm very grateful that you chose to join us here tonight, and we hope that you will give us a call back and let us know how you're doing and, and see how that's working for you. All right, Carrie? All right. Thank you. You're welcome, honey. Thanks so much for calling. You have a good rest of your evening. All right. You too. All right, honey. Blessings. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. All right. So we have a caller, um, area code 216. You're on the air. Would you like to share with us your first name and where you're calling from? My name is Desmond. calling from Cleveland, Ohio. Okay. And did you say it's Desmond? Yes. Hi, Desmond. Welcome to the show. How can we be of service to you tonight? What's on your um, mind? Um, <laughs> uh, no, I just opened a letter, and um, I, I guess uh, uh, well, most story short, I know things going to get better. I can feel it, but it's I don't know when because it seems like a whole bunch of little skippy stuff keep happening. Cause, um, so when I uh, how is it? Um, uh, when I move, I'm supposed to go to court for um, eviction, so I don't know how that's going to go. So I'm just trying to stay positive right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if I'm understanding so you, hold on a second. Hold on a second, Desmond, yeah. honey. You're telling me that you received an eviction letter for where you're living. Yeah, I had to go to court in two weeks. So. Okay. All right, I'm hearing you and understanding. So, what's your question? How soon will things turn around? I mean, I've got the feeling things will happen, but <laughs> on you know, on the timetable. Okay. Um, I will tell you, Desmond. The Akashic Records doesn't often give you timetables. Um, they will they will give me information that talks about possibilities, but 
let's let's be in this for a moment, shall we? Um, let's accept the fact okay. that you've created this situation. And for whatever reason, you've created it on some level of consciousness. Here it is. And you're addressing it. So what is it that you think is your best opportunity for learning from all of this experience of going through an eviction from your, from your living space? Because these things don't happen um. in a moment, right? Right. So let's well, look on the probably, positive um, side. <clears throat> oh no, you can learn a lot. Maybe I'm being better prepared for the future. Um, change it could be a change for the better. You know, it could be a blessing mm-hmm. in disguise. So just you know, so those two things. Okay. Okay. I'm going to also invite you to consider that all of the choices that you've made, both consciously and unconsciously, up to this moment have been what has created what you're going through. Right? And so changing how you are making choices will change your outcomes. One of the things that I would really invite you to consider is to do this Ho'oponopono on everything connected to this eviction. Does that speak to you at all? If it does, I will explain to you what I mean by that and how you can use it. Yes, if you can uh, expound on it. I can. I'm happy to. So based on the Ho'oponopono philosophy, everything has consciousness. So the earth, the buildings we live in, the electrical wiring, the air conditioning, whatever it is, the furniture, the people that are connected to this, everything, the paper, the money involved, right? Everything has consciousness to some degree. And so if you begin clearing whatever either memory or data or energy, whatever language feels the most comfortable to you, that is connected to any and all aspects of this experience that you are to atone for, it will start clearing it all. So... Let's talk about going to court and how you can address that using this tool. What you can do is you can say to whatever energy or memory or data that is in me that is a cause of suffering to the earth that the courthouse is on. So what you're doing is you're setting into motion, clearing out any energy that you've created that can be anything but loving before you even get there. Does that make sense to you? Yes. Okay. So you start with the earth that the courthouse is on. To whatever memory or data is in me that that has been a cause of suffering for Mother Earth that the courthouse building is on, 
that I am to atone for. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me and thank you. That's one. Then you go to the building. To whatever memory or data is in me that is a source of suffering for any and all structures and functions of the courthouse building. The floors, the foundation, the walls, the plumbing, the sewage, the electrical wiring, the furniture, the ceilings, the roof. Just imagine the light fixtures, anything, any physical structure that is part of this building. That's two. Then it's to whatever memory or data is in me that I, that is, um, that is a source of suffering for the person that has written this eviction notice, meaning your landlord, that I am to atone for. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me and thank you. The next one is to whatever memory or data is in me that is a source of suffering for the attorneys that represent my landlord that I am to atone for. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. And thank you. And to whatever memory or data is in me that limits my financial abundance and me having all that my heart desires in my life, that I am to atone for. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me and thank you. So, and if I've missed any aspect of this, just add it to the list. Anything that you can think of, any person that's involved, you can even add all of the people involved that work at the courthouse that is involved with your case and any and all cases. What this does is it clears the energy that you're in the experience. Like I explained to our previous caller, you're in the experience of it. Therefore, it's yours. And so you've created this on some level of consciousness. And so you're asking for divine creator or God to clear all of what is the underlying cause for it or the root cause of it. 99.99% of which you don't know what it is. You're just seeing the effect of it, right? Right. Makes sense? Okay. And so if you just keep clearing, 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 clearing whatever was the original cause for this whole eviction process coming into fruition, clearing whatever is coming, you know, any anything that's limiting you in having the life that you want having the life that you imagine just keep clearing whatever blocks that from you whatever limits you in any way it doesn't mean that you don't take inspired action desmond it doesn't mean that you sit there and say oh, i'm putting this into motion it'll come to my front door and knock on the door you still need to Um, take inspired action and be present when inspired thought shows up. But the more you keep clearing out what's limiting you, the more you're consciously connected to source, 
the more inspired or intuitive thought comes to you, the more you get to choose to take inspired action. Make sense? Okay. Okay. Yes. Um, so is that the guy, is that the doctor that had patients and he would tell them to say that saying like every day? I don't know. I can't remember what was wrong with them, but it, like he told he told them to say that like every day. I don't know if they had Alzheimer's or or I forgot. And um, mm. after like I think thirty days, it became um well again. I'm not sure if, if that's the I don't know. Story, but I, I've heard of it. I've not heard that. Um, so I can't I can't comment on that. All I can say is that I trust and know that when you use this tool consistently, you begin to see the changes occurring in your life. But you have to be consistent with it as with all things. It can't be first thing in the morning and before you go to bed at night. It has to become a way of being. It's the thought that is in the back of your mind all the time. Even if you just say, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you to whatever is limiting me. I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. I own it. It's mine. I'm ready to get let go of it. Thank you, God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And just do it as much as you can and see how life shifts for you. Because you do have a very sweet energy, Desmond. I know this has been a really challenging time for you. It's not the end of the world, though. It's an opportunity for you to create change. All right, sweet man. Okay. All right. All right. Good luck with it. Um, I will hold you in my heart over the next couple of weeks. Um, please be in touch. Let us know how you're doing. And I hope that this unfolds with grace and ease for you. I really do. All right. Okay, all right. I appreciate all right, it. Thank sweetie. you very you're, much. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. Blessings. Good night now. All right. It is the top of the hour. Actually, it's after 8 o'clock. So we're going to bring this show to a close. I want to thank all of our wonderful callers for sharing a little bit of their lives with us tonight and allowing us the privilege of serving and offering some wisdom to support each of them in bringing into their lives what is their heart's desire. It is my joy to be here every Sunday night at 7 o'clock Eastern time. So share with your friends, come back and join us again. We like to close out the show with a conscious heart connection, so hang in there with me for just a few moments. We'll do a rapid heart connection that you can repeat at any time that you would like. So just take a moment, as long as you're not driving or operating heavy machinery, just close your eyes for a moment, relax your belly muscles, and just breathe. Take some nice, deep, slow breaths. And then shift your breath and imagine you're breathing into your heart center 
that beautiful energy center that sits in the middle of your chest and breathe out of it. Imagine your breath as if it's going all the way to the back of your heart, back of your chest, and then back out again. And see how that feels as you connect in with that sacred place where love emanates from and where you receive love into. And as you breathe, imagine the color of love. See it as a bubble of love light around you. So as you breathe in, imagine, if you will, that every cell in your body begins to glow with that color of love light. From head to toe, from deep within your body, all the way through every organ system, out to your skin, including every cell of skin and every strand of hair, so that you are filled and surrounded by that beautiful light of love, whatever color you've chosen it to be. I'm going to tell you a little secret. That love was always there. When you took your first breath into this body, that love essence that is you, that is eternal, anchored into every cell in your body, it's really not outside of you. You never lost it. You're never disconnected from it. It's always right there. And it will remain there connected to every cell in your body until you take your last breath and you transition back to spirit. So know that you are always connected to love. You're never without it. And breathe. And every time you take a breath into and out of your heart center, there's this beautiful waveform of love that emanates from you in all directions. And it touches everything and anything in its path. All the way down to the center of the earth, it expands and fills the earth. It comes through the surface of the earth and touches everyone on it with us. It fills our atmosphere and goes beyond our atmospheric boundaries out into the universe. A gift of love to everyone and everything in its path into infinity. It can't help but happen that way. It's just the way. And so imagine... Whatever we send out comes back to us multiplied. So you just sent out all that love. Can you now see it coming back to you even more bright, more brilliant, more beautiful, and breathe that in? You see, there's a never-ending supply of love. We're never without it. We just lose our conscious connection 
to it, when we get stuck in this human illusion, our day-to-day stuff. But it's always right there. So remember to breathe into and out of your heart center as often as you can. And say those four little phrases, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me and thank you. Or just I love you, or just thank you. And watch how your life unfolds in a good way. Thank you, everyone, for joining me tonight. I'm Eileen Gottlieb, affectionately known as the Heart Healer, and I have been your host here on the Heart Healer Radio Network. Have a fabulous week, and join me here again next Sunday night at 7 o'clock Eastern Time. Enjoy your moments, everybody. Blessings, and good night.